You're listening to the Fade to Gray Network. Hey guys, we have a new thing, segment, part. What do we call it? Episode. I don't know. Because they're not segments anymore. Yeah. We just say we have a new show. We have a new show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey guys, we have a new show called Teacher's Lounge coming at you today. We are hanging out here, hiding from all the kids talking education with the teachers of FTD. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And if uh, what two better people to get educated by than me and you, Elizabeth, the smartest people on the podcast. <laughs> Clearly the most educated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to be fun. So we've been messing around with this idea for a while and we're just going to start talking about it. Let's just do it. What are yeah. we talking about and why are we deciding that we're qualified to talk about this, Chris? Well, I think we're qualified to talk about it because we've both done education for several years now. Like uh, you have homeschooled and you even have your own homeschooling podcast for moms out there called Four in Tow. Make sure to go check it out, subscribe Woo-hoo. and like and leave a comment. Um, and I have been in education Uh, as my main occupation for about 10 years now. So there you go. Yeah, so I've been teaching my kids for five years. I've been homeschooling. I also was a homeschool kid myself, which in observing how my mom taught- That explains so much. It does, doesn't it? (laughs) And (laughs) watching her homeschool, I feel like I have a leg up on- understanding my process of homeschooling, which is one of the reasons why I feel qualified to even have a homeschool podcast because I've listened to my mom explain things for so many years that I kind of know how to explain things (laughs) to new homeschool moms. Well, the funny thing is, is like, I feel like I know how to do public education because I spent 12 years in the system, you know? And so after having done that, I can see what worked for me and what didn't work for me and, you know, learn from my teacher's mistakes and go in and maybe try to do a better job. I mean, I'm not trying to dog on my teachers because I had some really great teachers. I had some really not great teachers as well. Um, but yeah, I think you just take what you found effective and you implement that in your own classroom, whether it be at the home or in the public sphere. One of the reasons I wanted to do this, I know Chris had his reasons, but my reasons for wanting to be able to talk education is to be able to bitch about it. Oh, yeah. I want to. <laughs> and we're fade to gray. So, oh, yeah. you know, there's ways <laughs> that we are told to educate our kids. And even for homeschoolers, depending on your state, every state's different. But for the most part, every state has rules and laws for ways to homeschool your children. There are rules and laws for public school. But can we fade to gray on any of that? To a point, yes, I think we can to a point. No, I don't think we can because the government is stupid. (laughs) Stupid, corrupt, horrible. Yeah, you'd be so surprised, or not you, but the regular person who's not involved in education would be extremely surprised at how much corruption there is uh, at the government level when it comes to education, for sure. Yeah. It's... It's a nightmare. Yeah, I know in Pennsylvania right now, the biggest thing is by law, we're supposed to put children in school by eight, by the age of eight. And they have extended that. So now we Mm. have to have them in school from the age of six to 18. So you can't finish high school early and you have to go to school earlier. And they say this is to benefit the child. But I call bullcrap. I can't figure out how that's going to (laughs) benefit anybody but but uh, maybe working parents because they get educated, they get to put their kids in school earlier. But that's not even true because they put their kids into kindergarten at five. So I, think I can it- tell you exactly who's going to benefit from that tell because me. 
Well, who do you buy your materials from? Walmart, Amazon. Oh, yeah, that's who it's going to benefit because you're going to have to buy more materials, right? Yeah. Uh, and not only that, the people that produce those are going to make the money. So uh, Walmart, sure, they get a cut of it, but you know the, the biggest majority of that's going to go to whichever textbook company created those materials. And so what they're going to do is they're going to lobby all the politicians to you know get kids in school younger, uh, make sure that they take certain standardized tests and whatnot. Uh, And then, of course, they're going to get their pockets filled with money from the textbook companies who are then going to produce the materials that you have to buy in order to meet whatever standards the government uh, has now put in place for you to meet. So it's a very, very corrupt system. And Elizabeth, I would ask you how many standardized tests you had to take whenever you were a kid, but you were homeschooled. Um, I was. I was in public school for kindergarten and first grade, and I remember taking mm -hmm. standardized tests in in both grades. Mm -hmm. The reason I remember them is because everybody was so nervous. Yeah. And I remember a couple kids literally breaking down, crying, having to be taken Mm. out to the hallway and comforted. They got a little bit extra time on their test because they were so upset. Um, And this was multiple kids. And that was happening when you were a kid. When I was a kid in first grade. So we're talking, let's see, it would have been 1989. You and I are about the same age. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So I, we didn't really have standardized tests when I was a kid in Oklahoma. And I think maybe it's because Oklahoma is so backwards, but Mm. we did one big standardized test a year and it was the Iowa State achievement test Mm -hmm. and we were that's the one we used yeah i think most schools used that and so we were given that once a year um and it took i don't know probably like three or four days to complete it and that's really it when it comes to standardized tests so nowadays kids in public schools have to take a ton i mean Mm -hmm. there are several weeks blocked out of the year where they're taking standardized tests either made by the state or the government at the federal level that's just insane it is insane because you got to understand that that takes away from a teacher's time that they can actually educate the kid right and even further corrupt is that a lot of the educators pay is tied into those exam scores that's just messed up yeah what do you do with kids that don't test well right now because there are kids that don't test well and you have you know of course back in the bush era you have these no child left behind act that was passed which um, is where all these standardized tests really started uh, becoming the mainstream and then you had obama promise to get rid of that when he got in he repealed and replaced it with essa which is every student succeeds act which is essentially the exact same thing um you know these kids are tied to these standardized tests and it's you know, it's it's causing so much anxiety. Yeah. Uh, it's causing a lot of mental health issues with these kids because they're just over tested to death, you know, and the person who invented standardized testing, I don't remember his name, uh, but, you know, you can look it up. He actually went on to say uh, later on in his life that it's not a good measurement of what a kid knows or what a kid can do. And certainly... Yeah. If you have a kid who's not very good at testing, they're not going to really measure what they can do anyway. So, yeah, yeah, it's a corrupt system. It really is. And here in Pennsylvania, we have laws for that homeschoolers have to be tested with standardized tests in third grade, fifth grade, and eighth grade. Mm. And at this point, that's all we have to do, which for me, I'm like, that's awesome. Now in North Carolina, I know we were going to try and move there at one point. So I was looking up the laws. Homeschoolers there have to take a standardized test every year. Now they don't have to do anything with those test scores. Mm -hmm. Here in Pennsylvania, we have to submit those test scores to our evaluators. We have certified teachers who look over our work to say whether or not has learning been accomplished in this year. That's all they have to say. So we show the scores to them. Then they 
may write a letter to the school district saying, mm. yes, I'm satisfied this, that this child has learned something this year. That's about the extent of it. But we still have to have those test scores to prove that we're following the law. <laughs> I just, you know, I wouldn't doubt if at some point in the future that homeschooling will be outlawed just because yeah. the government wants to have a hand in everything. Yeah, I, I could see that. I'm really hoping that it doesn't. But it's on the rise right now. This is the weird thing. I Everywhere I look, it seems as if there are more and more homeschoolers. Like this area around here where I live, I was one of the first generations in the 80s to 80s and 90s rather to be homeschooled. Most of our parents were first generation homeschool parents. Now we are all grown up and we are having kids of our own. And while some of us are homeschooling our kids, the majority of the people in this area homeschooling are now first generation homeschoolers again. Mm -hmm. The homeschool population has just, it's grown in like exponentially grown. It's crazy. And, And because people are concerned about this, the way the kids are learning in schools or what they're learning in schools too. Right. Certain teachers, certain school districts are just not very kind to the kids. And I mean, you're a public school teacher and not every public school teacher is bad, but like some of the ones around here, like parents are like, I don't want my kid in so and so's class because they aren't teaching anybody anything oh, yeah. and they're just teaching to the test and right like i hear that all the time and it kind of like it's disconcerting to me really like sure i don't homeschool it should be yeah like i don't homeschool because i'm concerned about the public school system necessarily i homeschool because i want to like i'm used to it it's something i enjoy doing and i like the idea that i'm teaching my kids to their learning styles and not teaching to a test mm-hmm. and to me i feel for me and my kids that that's the best way for them to learn yeah and omar's like yeah well it's your time if that's how you want to spend your time go for it so i have his support and he helps when he needs to and we do we do the things but just reasons my friends are pulling their kids out of public school and homeschooling like I just I just shake my head I'm like I can't believe you're doing like how do they even how are kids learning anything (laughs) I'm so happy that you and Omar get to do that for your children you know and I I'm not necessarily opposed to homeschooling I think if parents want to homeschool their kids they ought to have that right certainly of course I think there has to be some sort of standard that they have to be taught and certainly there has to be some accountability there you know but I think you're right I think a lot of of public school teachers are teaching to the test for the very simple reason that their test scores are tied to their pay and people are concerned about how they're going to make money. Yeah, you do have some teachers that that's all they're worried about. You know, I don't think that maybe those teachers got into education, you know, at the beginning thinking, oh, this is going to be a good opportunity to make a good paycheck. But I think over time, maybe they got burnt out. Maybe they said, you know what, like I tried to do things their way and it didn't really work. Now I'm going to just teach the test and make my my paycheck and then leave. And unfortunately, I'd like to say that that's not common, but I've spent a lot of time in other teachers' classrooms and you would be shocked at how many teachers give students a a handout, a packet, and don't even teach them. And that's all they do. They haven't hand them a packet and then get on their computers and shop on Amazon. You know, it's like, it's rampant. It's rampant. And then, of course, you have positions within schools that are completely unnecessary, um, like uh, teacher coaches, which the majority of teacher coaches that I've, you know, seen in the schools that I've worked in are completely worthless. It's, you know, a a paycheck that they get paid like $65,000 a year to... Can you explain what a teacher coach is? They're supposed to uh, basically go work directly with the teachers to help them design 
engaging lessons for students. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, it's basically what it is like a coach for, for teachers. But what ends up happening is, is that those coaches are usually, uh, ex teachers themselves that, you know, are, uh, certified in a specific area, let's just say math. And so they literally only spend their time working with math teachers and the rest of the time, you know, it is just a waste with the other teachers because they don't know anything about their content. It's just waste because it's a, it's a waste of $65,000 that could be spent other in other places, you know, for, for the students. And so you have a lot of things like that in public education that are really nerve wracking to me because I just see so much potential. We have so much money. We're given so much money by the government to to spend. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is that say that I need a projector bulb, I can go on Amazon and get a projector bulb for 50 bucks and it'll be there in the next day. Mm -hmm. But the public school will have a contract with a certain company who then will mark up that projector bulb to 350 bucks and you may have to wait six months to get it good grief and so that's another area there's a big problem in education a big problem regardless of whether we're talking about public um or homeschool education Mm -hmm. you know there's so much that people just don't know yeah for sure so guys that's why the teacher's lounge is here There is a lot to gripe about with this education system as it is now, both for homeschoolers, public schoolers, private school. But Chris, is there like a silver lining? Is there hope? Is there hope for our kids' future for the educating of our children? Yeah. So the cool thing is, is that these kids are some of the brightest students I've ever encountered in my life. You got to understand, like, Elizabeth, when you and I were kids, like, if we wanted to know about something, we had to go find it in the encyclopedia, and it may or may not be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. These kids have more information accessible to them at any time they want it than at any other time in history. Think about the geniuses that we learn about in school, Albert Einstein or, Mm -hmm. you know, Abraham Lincoln, like, just really smart people, really intelligent people. These students are smarter than them. They're more intelligent than those people were. Why? Because they have more information than they do, right? So it's incredible. It's incredible that they have so much information and that they have access to it at any time for free. It's so cool. It's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. And these kids are so awesome. Like they're, they're bright, they're intelligent, they're funny, and they've grown up with more skills than you or I have because they've constantly had technology at their fingertips Mm -hmm. their entire life. You and I, we have to, you know, ask kids, Hey, how do we do this on a device or whatever? You know, well, you do, but you know, right, right, right. (laughs) I I would say a lot of people my age do, but yes, your age, these kids know, right? Oh, you and I are about the same age. Come on. We are. We are. We are. I'm just picking on you. (laughs) But yeah, they're bright. You know, they're, they're extremely intelligent and, and they're good people. You know, I'm, I'm really excited to see what they're going, going to be able to do with whatever education they get. You know, hopefully they get a good one. Yeah, I do too. I really do too. Well, everybody, thanks so much for joining me and Chris in the teacher's lounge today. And we look forward to talking more about education in future episodes and hope you enjoyed listening to us as we shoot the shit. (laughs) Thanks a lot, guys. 